guys, it's Meg. What's up? What's poppin'? Welcome back to the podcast! Wow, we're all here with the whole second episode! And that's only because this is still a homework assignment at the moment and it's required for my final and I'm not trying to fill this class. So here we are with episode number two, Zoom University part one. Do you ever try to stay positive for once in your life? Because people tell you you're too negative and you should look on the brighter side of things. So you take their advice and you try to be positive only to have the universe flip you on your side and drop kick you to infinity and beyond? Well, you're not alone because that's exactly what happens to me. This is why I'm not a positive person because you know the universe likes to play games with me. But we're gonna go back in time to March 2020. Sorry if that just triggered anybody, but uh, cue the back in time music. Okay, so it's March 2020, it's midterm week, okay? You're struggling to survive, you're trying to get through it, and then you get hit with an email from your college and they say, pack up all your things. You might not be coming back after spring break. And you're just like, what? What did they just say? Because, you know, COVID is a thing. And at the time, I feel like no one really was taking it seriously, like knew how bad it was. So they were like, you know, for precautions, um, take all your crap and get out of the school, okay? That's how my school did it. I went to Berkeley College of Zoom University. Just kidding. It's Berkeley College of Shmoney. Oh, God, I shouldn't have said that. It's um, Berkeley College of Music. Hey, what's up? It's Editing Meg. And oh, my God. Ask me how I got into that school because I don't know how I got in that school. One, I am not talented enough for the school. And two, my parents are not rich enough to pay my way in. So, yeah, I think it was a pity thing. They were like, damn, we have too many out-of-state people. We need some in-state people to make it look like Massachusetts is the best place to raise your kids. That's why I got in the school, guys. But you know what? It's okay because we did it. I mean, I didn't do it yet, but by this time this episode goes last, I would have done it. I would have that piece of paper in my hand. I graduated. That's terrifying to think about. Oh my god, that's crazy. Anyways, we're distracted. We're supposed to be at midterm week in 2020, and now I'm in the present moment, but it's fine. Back to midterm week 2020. Let's cue the back of time music one more time. So I had my private instruction on Monday, and I was talking to him, and he was like, Megan, don't worry. This isn't a goodbye. It's a see you later. And he was so positive okay this man was so positive and made me be positive and I'm like yes sir I will see you in a few weeks don't you worry and I would walk around to all my classes and I'm like this isn't a goodbye it's a see you later and I just kept it up until I got to my English class and this professor I was trying to do the same thing with her and she's like no you won't I was like what she's like no we're not coming back we're gonna stay home we're never gonna see each other again and I was like oh my god that is so sad why you gotta make me sad but the craziest thing is so I was a dance minor, and my dance minor was through Boston Conservatory because the school joined, and my very last class ever on campus was a dance class called Upside Down, which let me just take a little little tangent off to the side. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna take a little skirt skirt because let me just tell you about Upside Down. If you're at either of these schools, definitely take it. The professor, he's amazing. He's so cool. Like, oh, I just wanna be him. He's so cool. And it's a great class, a great experience. Um, literally, you're upside down. That's the only thing I can say. Okay, so I'm listening back on this, and I realized how creepy that sounded when I said I wanted to be him. I did not mean that in, like, a creepy way. I just meant it in the way that, like, he's so cool. He was such a great teacher and a great mentor to me that, like, I wanted to be him. Like, you know, not, like, creepy. Okay, I feel like I'm making it worse. Also, upside down, I 
I've realized out of context, it seems like it's a stripper class. We're learning how to pole dance. It's not what the institution is teaching us. I swear, okay? When I say upside down, I meant like it's all like handstands and inversions. Not like we're going to go pole dance at the strip clubs tonight and make hella money to pay back our student loans. But you know, that is an option. I'm just saying. But yeah, now going back. Uh, say goodbye to everybody. I left that class. I started my spring break and I was like, woo, spring break, you know? Then I like sneezed and my spring break was over because I swear time is so weird. Time is an illusion. Just kidding. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But I'm back. It's the first Monday of Zoom University and it's my private lesson. And I click on it and he sending me a Google Meet. I said, sir, why do I have a Google Meet? And he tells me that the school last minute was like, oh, use Zoom don't use Google Meet, use Zoom, and that he didn't have enough time to prepare, so he was just going to use Google Meet, and I was like, okay, I understand, you know, he was part of the older generation that's not as tech savvy, so I was like, okay, it's fine, I get it, but you want to know the thing about Google Meet, it did not work, I don't know what was worse, having to play my saxophone online or having to dance online, but we're going to talk about my saxophone right now, okay, so he has Google Meet set up, and he would constantly like try to close out all of his tabs and he would always close out the tab of our Google Meet. So I'd be in the middle of playing my saxophone. Ooh, I should throw in me actually playing my saxophone. This is gonna be me playing my saxophones. I'd be like doing this. This was actually a song I had to play from that semester too. So I'd be playing this. So I would open my eyes and I would look and I was like, meeting has ended. Are you kidding me? I hit the note and he never even heard it because he canceled the meeting. So I hopped back in the meeting. He was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that. I just, I hit the wrong button. I'm like, it's okay. And then he would be there and then I would hit that high note and I wouldn't. It just wouldn't happen. It wouldn't work and it would sound like crap. And he was like, Megan, come on, you can do this. And I'm like, I just did it and you missed it. And it was just so funny. And I remember he was telling me how the school had changed it and told him to use a different program instead of Google Meets. And he couldn't remember the name. He's sitting, he's like, it was called, it was called. And then you just hear his wife in the background go, Zoom, it was called Zoom. And I lost it. I started dying laughing because it reminded me of that scene in The Incredibles. You already know which one I'm talking about with Frozone. And he's like, honey, where is my super suit? And she's all in the background like, you don't need it. That's literally what my Zoom was. It was so funny because she would constantly do that. She would constantly just like pipe in and like help remind him. It was the cutest thing. I was like, couple goals. It was just so weird having on Google Meet because he wouldn't let me share my audio. Like, I don't even know if there's a way for you to share your audio, but he, we wouldn't do that. So what I had to do, listen to my setup. It was literally the most ridiculous thing ever. I had to drop my backtracks from my laptop onto my iPhone. Then I had a bluetooth connect my iphone to my speaker and then i would have to take my laptop put it on top of my speaker and then i would have to go across the other side of my room because if i was too close my saxophone would like bleed and cause this like really bad feedback and then he wouldn't be able to hear the backtrack so i had to make sure the laptop was at a certain spot on the speaker so you could hear the music coming out of the speaker and also hear me and it was just horrible because my room's not that big so i was literally smushing myself against the window and the best part is this was at 10 o'clock in the morning 
10 o'clock in the morning. My neighbors hated me. I still leave my house to this day and they be looking at me sideways. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I had to do it for school. But you know, every class is different. And I had another class, I had to take conducting. Oh my God, let me tell you, I do not understand why the college makes you take two levels of conducting. Like, you learn conducting in ear training. I don't understand. Like, you shouldn't have to take conducting unless you're going into that stuff or, like, if you're in music education or something. But, like, what I want to do, I'm probably never going to conduct my life. And watch, I'm saying this now. And watch, I'm going to get an opportunity there. I'm going to be like, hey, you want to conduct? And I'm going to be like, God, no. And then I'll be like, I'll pay so much. I'm like, oh, hell yes, I'm here. One, two, three, four, let's do this. But she used this web page called WebEx, which stands for trash, okay? I am so sorry for anyone who has to use WebEx because it is horrible. It sucks. It is so bad. Like, it's worse than Google Meets, in my opinion. But the thing about this professor is she was another one who wasn't uh, tech-savvy either. And she didn't understand how to get the class into gallery view. So she only saw one of us at a time. So what would happen is she would call on you to conduct... And you would have to speak in order to, in her words, and I quote, get big. Because she couldn't see you. She didn't understand. And I tried to explain over Zoom how to change it over for her. And she just wasn't processing it. I just realized right now as I'm editing this that I said Zoom, even though we use a WebEx, I just feel like any video platform that we use nowadays is just automatically Zoom in my mind. I don't know why. I know it's really weird I was thinking about. Now we're so used to seeing people on like these little tiny rectangles. What's going to happen the day that like I bump into these people and they're no longer in that rectangle? I'm not going to know how to act. Like these people are probably like over six feet tall and I'm going to be like, holy shit, you're so tall. Like, you don't look that tall on camera, but then they're probably going to see me and be like, holy shit, you're so short. You don't look that short on camera. Like, that is so weird. I am not going to know how to act when I see these people in person. I'm apologizing in advance. If I see you in person, I am so sorry. It's just when you're in a rectangle and then one minute you're not, like, that's just, that's just whole messing up with my mind right there. That's what that is. The thing about this class is I still remember this because it was so annoying. There was a kid in the class who did not mute his microphone. So he would always be the one who she would see. And you would always have to start over because this kid would keep his microphone and he would count out loud and talk. And it's like, shut up. No one wants to hear you. Like, oh my God, I'm sorry. But if you're on online school and you purposely keep your microphone off, you're a horrible person. Like, shut that off. No one wants to hear your background noises. It's distracting. And like, if you don't have a question, you don't need it on. That's my public announcement in this episode. But I also had another class that was kind of weird. My English professor, you know, the one who told me, like, we're not coming back. You know, when I was trying to stay positive, you know, I was really trying to be positive. And she was like, no. No, no, no. For her class, she didn't want our cameras on. I thought that was the weirdest thing ever because all my other classes required us to have our cameras on because this was before they were like, oh, my God, that's not allowed because that's an invasion of privacy. She, like, wanted the cameras off. And I thought that was so weird. But honestly, I thrived in that class because I would just go in the chat and be like, that's my answer. My participation skyrocketed. It was great. But no, it wasn't great. My dance classes over Zoom. So I had two. I had tap and I had upside down. For tap, she made us meet for like 10 minutes out of the actual class time. And she would like explain what we were supposed to do for the week. And then we would actually have to sending a video recording of ourselves. But she wanted us to go get a tap board. I don't know how many y'all are dancers out there, but tap boards are like a few hundred dollars. 
I was like, I'm not spending this for like a few more weeks of the semester. So I got a piece of plywood that I constantly like slip underneath me. I actually still have it and I'm still using it. It's kind of fun because you know, it's kind of a little risky. Like, oh, am I going to die? I don't know. But that was weird. I had upside down and he would try to teach us all these like handstand tricks, all these inverted tricks. And this is the issue I had. I already had this professor in the past. So I already knew what he would say to me. So when I was practicing these moves or doing these moves, I would envision an invisible professor there because I could hear his comments. It was pretty helpful. I would try to do the handstand, I could just envision him there being like, Megan, get your hips higher. Megan, kick higher more. Megan, you're not gonna go over, I got you, right? But you wanna know the difference though between the real professor and the invisible imaginary one I was making up in my head? The real one would actually catch me to have my back. The invisible one, he couldn't catch me. He would let me fall. And the amount of times I fell, my mom banned me from doing it in the house and I'd have to sneak doing it in my room. Because I had this one moment where I, like, I was trying to do, oh my god, what was it called? It was called a butterfly kick. I was trying to do that and my dog decided to run next to me at the same time of me doing it. And I was trying to do a border so I had to like uppercut my body. And then I went flying across the room somehow and I was like, centimeters away from smashing my head off the wall and that would have been so bad like I honestly would have gave myself a concussion and probably passed out so my mom was like Megan Megan you are not doing this in my house no more and I was like oh god okay honestly Zoom University is like so weird because you know everyone's just on their little screen and like sometimes you would like watch people like for my first semester I didn't have another room or a desk to do it in so I would literally just sit in my bed with my camera on and my dog and take class. Like my dog liked to join class with me. It was so fun. I'd be like, oh, I gotta go to class. She knew what that meant. She learned that. She still knows that to this day. If I say I have to go to class, she runs up the stairs and goes and sits down. She knows where to go for class. It's the funniest thing. And the thing about this though, she learned my schedule. So she would come to me and go to class with me. For my private instruction on Mondays, she would come into class and she would purposely sit right next to my feet, looking all cute and innocent, and my professor learned her name. So he would talk to her through the screen and he'd be like, oh, hi, sunshine, how are you? You're so cute. And she loved it because my dog's an attention hog. So she loved it. So she would purposely come into my room, sit next to me and get into the frame so she could say hi to my professor. That's a smart dog in my opinion. She's so dumb. Like she can't do normal dog things, but she can come to Zoom University with me wild honestly being online was like so weird though going back to that i know i already said that but like you just see people and then you start like spying on people be like you're not really spying you're just kind of like looking at their background you're like oh what's in their background what are they doing because like i feel like everybody when we first got sent home just took the classes in their rooms and some people have some really cute rooms i'm like oh that's a cute idea i want to steal that i remember there was this one girl she had this like giant six foot teddy bear that she would just be laying all against while she was in class and like that looks so comfortable like she really didn't care like people would show up in their pjs they would show up with their robes on they'd be eating their cereal in class i'm like this is wild what did i walk myself into like could you ever imagine yourself in this situation if you had asked me even like two years before this, if I would be in this situation, I'd be like, are you kidding me? We're gonna be setting up, we're gonna be in little tiny rectangles watching each other over a scream, learning? Absolutely not. Honestly, like, it's so weird to think about, even now. Like, what is our life? That's so weird. But it's also so cool. Cause like, we're all in different time zones, we're all in different places, but we can be together at the same time. Like, that's like the one cool, powerful thing about technology, but it's also kind of weird if you think about it.
but I don't know about you guys, but I know when we first went in remote, I took it hard. I had a routine and all of a sudden I didn't have a routine. Like I'm such a busy person. So when school ended and I didn't have to commute in, I didn't realize how much time I wasted commuting into this college. Like, let me tell you what an ordinary 9 a.m. class day looks like for me, right? I would wake up at six o'clock in the morning, make sure I had everything ready, make sure I was dressed, I had food. I'd have to check the train system because you know, you never knew what was gonna happen with the MBTA because you know what, it's always a train wreck. And I did not mean to make that a pun, but it happened. Because you know, it's either on fire, it's derailed, it's backed up. You know, they have new trains and they're not even rolled out yet because they gotta keep testing them. Like, you've been testing them for how many years now? Clearly, they're not working. But I would wake up at 6 a.m., get ready, leave my house by like 7, 7 10, because I'd have to walk to the bus stop and catch the 720, 730, 745 bus, and I give you three names. You wanna know why? Names, these are times. Oh my god, I should not be allowed to graduate. I can't tell the difference between a name and a time. What the heck is wrong with me? Because sometimes the 720 bus would just not show up, or it would show up at 728, and the next year the 730 bus is there, and you're like, damn, which one do I get on the same bus? Or sometimes the 730 bus would just not show up. So I would always just like pick the 720 because you never knew which bus you were actually going to get on. And then I'd have to take the bus from one half of my city to the other half of my city. And that took me about like 30 minutes because there was 50 billion different stops. And oh my God, there was one stop right in front of the high school. And I was always sitting on the inner seat and someone would always block me in. And every single time we would get to the high school one, the person next to me would go to get up to let me off. Like, sir, I am a grown ass 20 year old adult, okay? I know I look like I'm 16, but I'm not. I'm not going to high school. I'm going to college. And then when I wouldn't move and I would tell them, oh, I'm not getting off here, they would look at me sideways and I'd be like, what? I'm not getting off here. I think the part that was more confusing for them was I still knew some of the people at the high school who would get on the bus, so they would be talking to me and then they would get off, so they'd be like, why isn't she getting off too? So that's probably why they did that, but still, I didn't need to get off people. And then once I got to the train station, it would take like another 20 years for a train to show up. And then like once I got on a train, I took the orange line straight through like 13 stops. People would always tell me to like get off and switch to the green line, but you know, the green line never worked either. So it's like by the time I get on the train for the green line, I could already be like one stop away on the orange line and then I could just walk down. It just made more sense in my head. But when we went fully remote and that 9 a.m. class happened, I woke up at 8 o'clock in the morning. I said, oh my God, this is so nice. Waking up an hour before, not having to commute in, not having to deal with stupid people. Oh my God, it was so nice. That's probably like the one positive thing about being online. Actually, there was two. I was able to spend more time with my dog. Like, that's a good thing. Not only did I have to not deal with stupid people, but I didn't have to leave in bad weather because whenever it rained, I don't know why, it would always happen to me. I'd be, you know, like, trying to cross the street, right? And some asshole would come around the corner and soak me. Multiple times, I've shown up to class completely soaked and I didn't have a change of clothes. And I would just have to sit there in the class cold and soaking wet because some asshole thought it'd be funny to splash me. And I didn't have to leave in the snow because you know what? They don't shovel in my city. So it was like a slip and slide trying to get to the T and then you would get to like Boston. You'd be like, where the heck is all the snow here? There's like no snow here. What is going on? But you know what? I was so happy about not having to deal with that too. But you know, even though we were online for the rest, the whole rest of that semester, there was a part of me that was hopeful that we would be good in person for the fall. You know, I was still positive. I was like, you know what? 
when they told us we were not going back to campus that fall, I was like, it's okay. You want to know why? Because we'll go back in the fall. I could feel it. I could spend my senior year completely on campus. <laughs> I was so naive. I was so young. I was so dumb. Because I never went back to campus. My last class ever for this college was that upside down dance class. And I find it so funny. But the craziest thing is, I actually recorded a video in that class. Because I was trying to see what I looked like for a move. And the professor was busy. So I recorded myself. So I have video evidence of my last class ever on campus. That just like blows my mind. Going back to like the first thing I was saying, I had a hard time because you know, I didn't have to commute anymore. My job shut down too. So it's like everything became my bedroom. Like my bedroom became my classroom. It became my practice space. It became my dance studio. It basically became my job because I didn't have one. And I didn't know what to do because I was such a busy person. Like if you know me in real life, I'm always go, 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 go. And when the world stopped, I had to stop and I didn't know what to do. I like crumbled. I was like, what am I doing with my life? Like, this is not okay. I was so used to being busy, but then it became so nice because my body was finally able to relax. That's another good thing. Look at that. We thought three good things so far of happening, being sent home for that, you know, two weeks and then never going back situation. But you wanna know what's crazy? Is I, I gave myself a hobby. I went back to tie-dye. I always tie-dye. I tie-dye every summer with one of my friends. Like, it's just something we've always been doing since, literally I've known her since middle school and we've probably been doing it since middle school. So I started getting into tie-dyeing because I was like, it's going to keep me busy because I didn't have a job. I was doing my homework right away because I was bored. I was like, what do I do? Let me just do my homework right away. Like, I know most people didn't do that. Like, a normal person would have been like, oh, I'm going to procrastinate, but not me. I got a homework assignment. The minute my class ended, I said, boom, getting it done. And yeah, I was on top of my crap for once. I was like, this is kind of nice. But I was like, I need something else to do, and I don't know what else to do. So I got into tie-dyeing again. And... Let me tell you something about COVID that people never talk about because it's not important. But y'all know how there's a toilet paper shortage? There was a tie-dye shortage. Yep, you heard me right. There was a tie-dye shortage. You could not keep that stuff on the shelves. Like I remember I would go into the craft store or like try to order it online and it'd be gone. Like for months too, even like when things started reopened, you were able to go back out, there was still no tie-dye around. There was a tie-dye shortage. I said, holy crap, there is a toilet paper shortage, then you got your tie-dye shortage, and now there's a ketchup packet shortage. What is going on? Like, that's so weird. Can you picture the history books in the future? So, we're talking about the pandemic in 2020, there was a toilet paper shortage, there was a tie-dye shortage, and then they had no ketchup packets. Like, that's so weird. Why are we like this as a society? Like, you would think you would, like, I don't even know. I feel like there'd be, like, medications that would be shortage in. Maybe there'd be, like, hand sanitizer shortage. But no, we ran out of toilet paper, which has nothing to do with this disease. Tie-dye and ketchup packets. We are not thriving as a society. We all need to reevaluate our lives. Yeah, so I started tie-dyeing. I ordered this kit off Amazon, and it was $20, and I ordered this hoodie off Amazon, and it was like $8. It was perfect. I loved it. I tie-dyed. I started tie-dyeing bandanas for my dogs. We had little matching sets together. We're so cute. You know, I went dog mom crazy. But then I ran out of tie-dye. I went to go order that same kit again. That same kit I spent $20 on. It was $175. $175. I'm not good at math. We know this. So uh, editing, Meg, if you can do the math and learn the difference of that, that'd be great. 
Now I know I said I was bad at math, but that was so easy. I do not know why I couldn't do that in the moment. It's a $155 difference, but you best believe I whipped out a calculator right now on my laptop and double checked that that was the right answer. But yeah, it was that much of a difference. Like what the heck? How is that even legal to jack up a price that much? And then it gets even better. That sweatshirt I bought that was only like $8 went to $50. Like who, who does that? How are they allowed to do that? It was just blowing my mind because tie-dye blew up and like everybody was doing it. And then there was all these Instagram shots opening and people were like trying to sell tie-dye and they would be like $50 for this sweatshirt that literally looked like they just rolled it in dirt. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then these people were buying it. I'm like, bro, we're in a whole pandemic. People aren't making money. How are you spending $50 on a dirty ass shirt? Makes no sense at all. But yeah, that's actually crazy that there was a tie-dye shortage. But I managed to do that with my time. And, you know, I was so, so positive about going back in the fall. I was like, yes, we're going to go back in the fall. I was getting ready to make my schedule for the next semester. And then I get hit with an email from my school. Fully remote, fall 2020 semester. I said, are you kidding me? I am done being positive because every single time that I am positive, the universe flips me on my side and drop kicks me into infinity and beyond. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Hey Guys, It's Meg. Make sure to follow Hey Guys, It's Meg underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter for updates and good times. I'll see y'all on the flip side. Peace out, Girl Scouts.